Episode number seven, Tech Supreme, Rent Free with Tech Supreme. I am your host, Tech Supreme. I hope everyone is doing okay. I hope everyone's doing good. This is a Friday for me. Uh, So whenever you hear this, know that I'm in a good mood because it is Friday. Now, let's get the episode started. Now, the... um, Thank you for everyone who's been listening to the last uh, few episodes. I do appreciate everyone who's been commenting, sending it to their friends, telling my wife about it at work. Those, those people are awesome. I appreciate you guys. Uh, for my friends telling me to keep keep it going, they enjoy it. I appreciate you guys. So shout out to everyone who's been listening. Uh, this is uh, it's fun to do. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy putting out my thoughts. I enjoy the uh, response I've been getting on TikTok. That's been kind of crazy. Um, the YouTube videos have been going pretty pretty good. Um, the growth is good, so I'm excited. I'm very excited about this. So, without further ado, let's just get into the topics. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is this new game came out. I know a lot of people don't care about video games, and I understand that, but this one is exciting for me. It's called Microsoft Flight Simulator, and it came out last year for the PC, and I downloaded it and gave it a, gave it a go, but it didn't really play well on the PC for me, and I have a really strong PC, but it was kind of buggy and glitchy, and I really couldn't get the controls on the mouse and keyboard, uh, but it just came out this week for the uh, Xbox Series X and Series S, and it's pretty awesome. Um, basically, this is a game that's literally a flight simulator. Like, it's all it is is you're a pilot, and... You have to learn lingo, uh, technical stuff. Obviously, it's not as technical as going to aviator school, but it's pretty pretty realistic. It's a simulator. It's absolutely realistic. Um, a lot of pilots play this. A lot of ex-pilots play it and aspiring pilots. This is a thing that's real, a real fun technical game, and I've gotten 23 hours in it already this week since Tuesday. Um, and that's kind of a lot if you think about it. I've spent a whole day playing this game. And um, it's it's addictive. It's fun. Um, they the technology that they used for it is kind of insane. It's basically Google Earth almost. Like anywhere, like I flew by my house, like me and my wife's house, our house, and like there was a red uh, like thing dot in the backyard, which is actually our umbrella. Like we have a red umbrella, so it's that accurate. It's kind of insane. It's street by street. Well, probably one of the most advanced technological games that i've played you can literally go anywhere I, I went to my hometown in new jersey in linden new jersey i flew flew by an old apartment building and i, I know exactly where everything was supposed to be and it was there so it's it's insane yeah it's really fun in that regards um it's actually taking my focus away from apex legends which is a game that i play a lot of um and it's been a great departure from the kind of stressful battle royale game that Apex Legends is. It's actually really relaxing, especially um, like as a once you understand how to fly a plane and like the trim and the rudders um, and all like all of it altitudes and how to read the meters. It's insane. It's very detailed, very fun. If you know you like a challenge, you like a smart game. This is it. Uh, if you if you like to travel, this is it. I've gone to I've seen Bora Bora this morning, uh, Egypt this morning, this week I've seen, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the Redeemer statue, 
in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro. It's just, it's kind of insane. So I, I highly recommend this game uh, for people who love to travel, for people who love to see the world. Because uh, you, you'll see a side of the world that you've never seen before. Like, just knowing where the, the pyramids and the Great Sphinx is in relativity to the actual town, which a lot of people don't know, it's like literally right on the border of town, and there's nothing past it. But, like, there's stuff all the way kind of like a peninsula around it. Like, there's stuff all the way around it. So, like, it's super residential, and then you look over, and then there's the pyramids. So, it's, you know, a lot of people, I think, in America, we're kind of ignorant to actual, like, what places are. So, like, to us, it's just, oh, it's just in the desert somewhere. Like, no, it's actually near, it's actually inside of a city, just just on, like, the extreme outskirts. Not extreme outskirts, either. Like, just, like, just the outskirts of it. It's kind of dope. So, like, there's a lot of the little things like that that you wouldn't, you know... You wouldn't know. Like, I didn't know, like, Bora Bora was an island that had, like, houses on it and roads and, like... Could you imagine living on Bora Bora? How amazing would that be? So, like, for me, as someone who wants to see the world, who wants to travel... When I do leave the country, me and my wife leave the country. We try to leave every year. Um, So, I've... In the last few years of my life, I've been well-traveled to an extent. Um, Still haven't crossed the big pond yet. But, you know what I mean? Like, I I enjoy this game from um, a, a pure, like satisfaction of like seeing something different and like seeing the world and knowing that for the places that i do know like the back of my hand like how accurate it is to that so microsoft flight simulator it's amazing uh moving on there's a movie that my wife put on called blood red sky and it's on netflix it was trending number one on netflix let me just look it up real quick it's one of the wildest movies i've ever seen like it's literally all over the place it's like what if we took all these different genres of movies and like threw it together and like the whoever wrote this was high it was written by peter thoroth and stefan stefan holtz they were high they had to have been high because basically it's like i'm not going to give the plot away but it's like a plane's getting hijacked a lady has some disease that we don't know what it is a kid is making friends with people and so like so the plane gets hijacked and then all of a sudden the lady who's sick, you think it's like cancer or something crazy. Like, it's you think it's something. You don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, it becomes, it's like halfway through the, the first act. Like, it becomes a, a vampire thriller. And it's in, it, it's insane. It's a lot of different things happening. But it's it, I found myself super entertained by this movie. Um, it came out July 23rd. It's a... It's a it's a German film. It's an English-German film. It's 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 all English. I think it's overdubbed. I'm not sure. Um, it's really good overdubs if it is overdubbed. I, I don't think I ever really noticed it besides the, the beginning of it. Um, yeah, solid movie. Start to finish. It's really entertaining. It's very... The, the violence is... It's gratuitous violence, which, you know, your boy likes that. Um, yeah. the dude, One of the dudes was just pure evil. <laughs> like, he was evil, evil, evil. It's 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 crazy. Good movie. If you see it on Netflix, Blood Red Sky, it's worth a go. It's worth a uh, an evening viewing. Um, okay, another topic. This is one my wife suggested. Um, we so we have a uh, my wife's friend, one of her best friends. Um, him and his husband. Every now and again, they do this thing where they come to the city, um, and they just like fucking bar hop almost but it's like it's different it's like it's a very like specific kind of like we're gonna go here we're gonna go here i want to try this place so they got the uber uh, to all these different places um so 
they've done this for as long as I've known them. Um, maybe once a summer or once every now and again. So the other day, me and my wife decided that we were going to do this. And uh, we had a blast. We went to the Grove, which is a neighborhood in St. Louis. Um, and we just like kicked it on the entire street the entire day. Uh, came home, passed out. Like We had a blast. And um, I think as an adult with you know stressful jobs, you have to have a release, a relaxation. And you, not everyone's a drinker. I am a drinker. I try to not overdo it, right? But um, I try to, like, drink in moderation. But, like, as an adult, day drinking is the shit. Now, when you're younger, it's all about the nightclub. It's all about the nightlife. It's all about being, like, being in a club drinking or being at a bar drinking. But as, as i gotten gotten older, I appreciate the day drink a lot more. You give, it gives you a chance to uh, kind of recoup a little bit. I feel like when you night drink and you get shit-faced, your next day is terrible. But when you day drink, your next day is not terrible. Like, you, you sleep it off, you have plenty of time to sober up, and that next day is gold. Like, you straight. I appreciate that type of day drinking. I appreciate all day drinking adventures because it's, it's so against the norm of, like, typical drinking that, like, it makes it an event to me. It makes it fun. So, it, let me know if you like day drinking. I know that's kind of a random topic, but, like... We really had a fucking good time. We didn't went. To, we went to. Uh, I think we started off at Grace Meeting Three, if I'm not mistaken, um, and then we moseyed on down to uh, Sanctuary, which is a tapas place. But they were like, no one was in there, so we just sat at the bar, had a couple tapas, a couple appetizers, like real small shit, because we had just ate, and then the drinks, and the drinks were on fire, amazing. So we left there, and then we started walking down the street. We're gonna go to uh, Attitude, I think. But they weren't open yet or something. Um, but we were then going to go to Suede Dispensary. Just because. But then I, I figured we're kind of tipsy. We probably shouldn't go to a weed dispensary tipsy. It's probably not a good idea. So we ended up going to Just John. Which is uh, an amazing bar. It's a gay bar. But it, we had the best time there. Like we just kicked it and laughed. And my wife was buying shots for everybody that I had to pay for. It was hilarious. Um, there was one person who like tried to start shit. But... It was easily squashed, and he was super annoying. My, my wife took care of it. Because, um, like, she's way better at that type of shit with me. I just be like, okay, let's just fight. Or, let's like, let's just escalate the situation. She's way more aggressive, but way more, like, shut that shit down. And I'm not like that. Um, so, yeah, we had a good time. Try it, guys. Try going out with your spouse on a day drinking adventure. We did it super responsibly. We actually Ubered from our house. So, don't drive if you do this. Don't, uh, don't drink and drive at all, period, point blank. Your boy is a very much against drinking and driving. That's kind of the reason I moved to Soulard a few years ago is because I wanted to be accessible to a good time but not have to worry about having to drive. Um, so find yourself a nice neighborhood to hit up and do that shit. I think it's something that everyone should do every now and again. Um, moving right along, back to the video game news. I probably should have planned this a little bit biz, uh, better. Uh, right with uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator being a video game, but this is actually kind of different. Um, so Blizzard is a huge video game company, like AAA. Um, let's see, they've I know they've done Overwatch, they've done uh, video game. Let me see real quick. Uh, they did World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo. Um, Warcraft, did I say Warcraft already? World of Warcraft and then Warcraft Diablo. They're huge. They're like AAA huge. 
and um, they're in a deep lawsuit for misconduct. They have this thing called the Cosby Suite. Uh, stories about the so a hotel room that they had at BlizzCon, which is Blizzard's conference, uh, in 2013 that was poorly used as an alcohol-filled party space for Blizzard employees and fans. So they uh, the California law firm refers to a Cosby Suite, uh, alleging that they were engaging in harassing of females in that suite. Um, and it's modeled after... It was literally modeled to be... Like, they knew what they were doing was so heinous. Um, but they kind of, like... They didn't give a fuck that it was heinous. Like, they were like... They named it the Cosby Street, which is after Cosby's, like, rape. Um, the one guy, his name is Afra Sabi. He would, like, constantly harass women in the office. Try to kiss them. Put an arm on them. In view of other employees. Um, so basically, and I, and I think it's like, it's a group that was within Blizzard, uh, that was just kind of just super disgusting. Um, and he's a developer. The guy was uh, a developer and the, the lawsuits have come up. Employees are pushing charges. Um, they're being protested against as the actual company. The company's trying to distance himself from all this saying like, all oh, the bad apples are gone, but that's not true. Like, you know, that's not true. Like they had a, a, a super toxic work environment. Um, See accusations of drunken harassment of female employees by male colleagues or supervisors, a culture of ignoring complaints and retaliation against women who made them, and widespread discrimination against women in areas such as equal pay and promotion opportunity. So this is awesome, like some fucked up, it's like male shit. And I hope they go down for this shit. Like, like I don't support anything about this. I don't support the company. Like this type of shit should ruin a company. Like there's no way a company should be able to, like. If you don't shut that shit down, as a, as a company owner, you have to shut that shit down. Like, you have to, as a company, it has to be your priority to protect people and to not have Cosby suites. Um, I don't think you can root out that type of that type of evil out of the company. Like, I don't. It's kind of, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's fucked up. And anyone who supports this company going forward, I have a problem with. Like, like. You know, it's kind of, it's so hard because, like, you know it's not everyone in the company, but, like, if the company as a whole isn't creating that atmosphere, does it, des does it deserve to be where it is if, it, if they don't protect the people? Like, you should not have a rape culture in your, in your corporation, right? That's, like, goes without saying. Um, but, like, the stifling of complaints and don't tell me you turned it around now. You just turned it around because you got caught and you got called out for it. So I don't, I don't want to hear that, like, oh, well, you know, they're rooting things out and they're making changes. Like, nah, like, you allowed it to happen once and then multiple times I, I don't really fuck with you like that you know what i'm saying like that's that's absolutely wrong so fuck blizzard and uh, i'll be watching the lawsuits see what happens normally with these things like they usually kind of get swept under the rug they pay they buy their way out of it um but hopefully people don't forget and people will like uh, hold them accountable i think the thing with council culture that bothers me is accountability we'll get into that in a second um a lot of people upset um about uh, the baby's comments. We'll just skip over to the baby's comments. Um, people said about the baby. The baby made some really crazy comments uh, on stage. He uh, basically at Rolling Loud. He said some things about basically it was just homophobic. Like just at the end of the day, it was homophobic. I'm not gonna repeat it because uh, it's triggering for people. And you know when he got on stage and he does he does his things. He says his things and then like they paint that as freedom of speech and which is fine. Sure, I have freedom of speech. Um, freedom of speech is fine, 
But, like, when it comes to hurting people, that's when I have a problem with it. Um, when you're, like, trying to be hurtful and then you're spreading ignorance. And he's definitely spreading ignorance. Um, and then you have the people who defend him, like T.I., who's already up against rape charges. And then you have Boosie, who's just an idiot. He raped his... He had his son raped, raped by a, a stripper um, at, like, 14 or 15 years old. So he's a disgusting human being. So he's def- they're defending the baby. The baby's doubling down on his comments. Um, and they all, they all point to Lil Nas X where he could, he can be living honest and he can speak his mind. But what he's saying is, is not negative towards anybody. He's saying, accept me, accept my people, accept, you know, who we are. And you're like, fuck that, fuck them. And like, so like, there's a huge difference in what's being said here where they're trying to paint it like it's freedom of speech. Even the racist people do that shit all the time. Like, oh, it's freedom of speech. No, it's hate speech. There's a difference between having the freedom of speech, which everyone has the freedom of speech, just not the the not the consequences of that freedom of speech, right? The baby is not being canceled. He's being held accountable for his Ill, his wrong thinking, his wrong actions, his hateful speech. Hateful speech. It's hateful. Like that's it, dude. Like I don't understand why what people why people get so upset about homosexuality. It has nothing to do with you. It's literally has absolutely zero to do with you. It couldn't have like if 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 you aren't homosexual, it has nothing to do with you. Who cares? I mean, not not even like not who cares to be dismissive, but like do you do what makes you happy? Love who you want to love. That has nothing to do with me. Who you love, whether homosexual or heterosexual, has nothing to do with me. I don't care about that. About who about the who. So like to to go out of your way to point out or be negative towards that. That's weird to me. Like, no one, like Philip DeFranco said, no one can make you suck a dick. No one can, no one can change your child's sexuality. Nobody. Not a person. Not a soul. If someone's homosexuality changes, or their, their sexuality changes from hetero to homosexuality, it's because they wanted it to. And that's fine. So, like, all this agenda stuff and all this toxic homosexuality it really bothers me especially in the black community um because as as a marginalized group we know how that's what that's like so we should honestly be empathetic to all the other people who are marginalized it's it's disheartening it's sad and i like and i think the last episode i talked about how i like the baby's music and i you know like i again i have a problem i do not separate the music from the artist i don't if you say fucked up shit it affects how i view your music this is how I am. If Picasso was fucking kids or some shit, I wouldn't like Picasso's art. If you, if, I don't like, I don't like Bill Cosby. I, I didn't like Michael Jackson. If you do some fucked up shit, I ain't gonna like your music. I ain't gonna like your art. I don't give a fuck. You got to be a good person first for me to appreciate the things you create. Simple as that. And the baby, as soon as he opens his mouth, he says shit that that doesn't that that don't make sense to the normal person. I don't fuck with that. Shout out Lil Nas X. He's having a hell of a year. Hell of a run. His music is amazing. His new single with Jack Harlow is amazing. The video is amazing. If it pisses you off, you got a whole issue. You need to go see a therapist. If Lil Nas X pisses you off, you need therapy. You need to talk to somebody ASAP about your problems. Because you got problems. You got all the problems. If a video of a man is expressing his sexuality in a healthy way, causes you any type of grief, go see a therapist. Normalize seeing a therapist. You need a therapist, my friend. Simple as that. Uh, His new song, Industry Baby, 
That shit bumps. The beat is fire. The producers killed it. The video is on fire. Jack Harlow killed it. One of the best songs of the year. And Montero, Call Me By Your Name is a great song, too. It's fucking fire. He, he's come such a long way from long, uh, Old Town Road. And it's interesting because, like, he had to have, like... He couldn't come out being who he was at first. And that's fucked up. That's a problem we need to address in society. Like, Lil Nas X could not be the person he is today when he first came out because the world would have shut it down. And that's fucked up. I'm glad he is today who he is today. I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. And I think... As far as, like, culture goes, he's going to go down in history as a pioneer for what he's doing right now. And I appreciate the fuck out of that. Alright. That's my thoughts on that. That was a rant. But fuck it. Um, Two people, two human beings used bots and bought thousands of pairs of Travis Scott shoes. Now... That literally robs everyone of the opportunity of getting these shoes. And I don't understand how Nike doesn't see this as a bigger problem than it is. It, the sneaker game, I just made a tweet about this this morning because there was a pair of sneakers that I definitely wanted. I have a thing with lime green, like with Volt green, green shoes. Like, I love them. I love Volt shoes. I'm actually wearing a pair of Volt shoes now. Volt is like a tennis, it looks like a tennis ball. That's the, that's the name of the color. It's a kind of green shoe, but it looks like a tennis ball. I love that color shoe. And they had some dunks that came out today. And, of course, I missed it. And if you miss it by 10 minutes, it's over. Like, it's a wrap. So I didn't get a chance to even look at them while they were available. And uh, as someone who used to buy sneakers a lot, uh, shout out to Artifact. He used to work at a store. Uh, I think it was City Trends. I'm not sure the name of the store. But he used to put me in a game on sneakers. Like, he had me, like... That was my guy. Still is my guy this day. I haven't talked to him in a while. I hope he's doing well, him and his kids. But, um, yeah, he used to put me in a game. Like, the sneaker, the Jordan Wretches would come out. He'd have, he had my pair set aside. Like, that's my dude for that. And um, as soon as that, 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 that opportunity, like, closed itself, because the door closed, and I just tried to still stay in the sneaker game, but I couldn't. I just can't keep up with bots. I can't keep up with, the, like, the demand of the shoes. It just happens so fast that, like, I just can't, I just don't care anymore. Um, and the sneaker game is kind of spoiled because it used to be it's, it used to be about like these are the shoes like you grew up with the shoes that you didn't you couldn't have and use as a kid and it was like the pure heart of it like you love these shoes because you love what they represent you love the time in your life it represents you love the the shoe the person it represents like as like a fan of basketball you love these Jordans you love these Lebrons and like you have these like I don't know it was, it was such a such a pure place sorry my phone is ringing. Um, but like the sneaker bots and these people like just like snatching up shoes, they kind of ruined it, man. And this is like, it's a cheap hustle. And I always have a problem like hustling in a certain way is like, it makes sense. Like you flipping a house that makes sense, but you snip uh, like, like doing these sneaker things. And for the most part, you're only getting like 50 bucks a pop. You're not, you're not a businessman. You kind of just, you're just kind of just a skeevy ass person. Kind of just like a hustling ass person, like in a negative way, like not a like, Oh yeah, I'm a hustler. Like, no, you just kind of like being like a little ratty type person, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm gonna buy all these sneakers, and they make you come to me for them, like, you're not Nike, like, bro, you're not Nike, you're not Nike, bro, you trash, bro, like, you go into the, you go to Foot Locker and get all the shoes, you trash, you're just robbing people of the opportunity to, to get something that they enjoy, so you can get a quick couple dollars, I understand business, if you want a business like that, open a shoe store, but no, you don't want to do that, you want to take advantage of people, us, 
You're taking advantage of us. You're making a shoe that costs 180 and, and flipping it for $300. You're taking advantage of people. And you soaking, you stocking up, you you getting all the stock. More power to you for doing that. But, like, it's corny to me. It's super corny to me. I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, of course, Travis Scott sneakers on my on my um, on my radar. No sneaker really is at this point. Um, but I do know that they're gonna go for a lot, and those people are gonna make a lot of money. But like the kid whose whose mom was working at Nike, who you know got caught up in being like this 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 super uh, shoe flipper and got criminal charges brought up against them. These people need to get charges brought up to them. These bots got to end. I'm tired of bots. I'm tired of like not being able to get like consoles and drops clothes drops like supreme and shit like that because of these bots like it's corny bro like i understand using technology but you're being corny man just give grab one and keep it moving like you not fly for check for trying to hustle people like that like hustle the you're hustling the working class you know what i'm saying like you're not being innovative with business you're not providing a service you're just hustling people out of a retail price for your own skeevy ass profit the same thing with the people buying masks last year in bulk and buying toilet paper in bulk you're an asshole you're an asshole bro fuck y'all Simple as that. Last thing I'm going to talk about, is ain't quite 10 topics, I only got 8, but y'all will be okay, we're already almost at 25 minutes, is Scarlett Johansson is now suing Marvel. Now, this is something, if you were paying attention, that happened last year, when they were talking about putting Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. She said something then, because like, her contract is specifically for movies. So I think what this is going to do is, like, so basically, she makes her money from box office sales. Um... They had a uh, 80 million at box office and 60 million on Disney Plus, which is a failure in Marvel MCU standards, but not post-pandemic standards, if that makes sense. Um, so she took a huge pay cut, and while basically it's like if you and I have a deal for something that you do, and like, all right, we're gonna sell this. Say you make a T-shirt, like you make a T-shirt, and I'm only gonna sell this T-shirt at the farmers market, right? And we have a deal that like you get most of that money. You get a lot of money from that. Like how you get that's how you're gonna get paid was me selling your T-shirt at the farmers market. But then, without your having a say, so I go take it to Macy's and sell it, and I keep that money. That's kind of what they did to to, to Scarlett Johansson, um, and that's kind of fucked up. It's uh, it's, it's I think it's gonna set a precedent where people's contracts are gonna change in 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 entertainment, in which they they're gonna to have to find a way to get compensated for streaming as well. Um, obviously, with the Black Widow, they charge thirty dollars to um, to stream it, and that's directly because of Scarlett Johansson and the character that she's played. And obviously, they put the money up for the movie, but she deserves some of that too, in my opinion. In my opinion, she deserves some of that money too. Because you can't you can't take a product that we agreed on in an avenue in which we agreed to sell it and then move it somewhere else. Now Disney fired back and said you're being insensitive to the pandemic. Like ah yes, but you're being opportunistic because of the pandemic. Give her some of that money when she wanted to renegotiate a contract. They wouldn't hear it. Fucked up. All right, that's fucked up. So uh, this is a case that we have to watch. Obviously, she's done with Disney because they killed a character in Endgame anyway. So she has every reason to sue them now. Um, I am on her side on this from a business standpoint. It's only fair. You taking it and moving it to different avenues to make money and cutting her out of it, that's not ethical to me. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments. 
Uh, that's going to be the end of our podcast, Episode 7, Rent Free with Tech Supreme. These are the things that are stuck in my head. Living Rent Free. Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you see this on TikTok, hit the follow button. I appreciate you spreading the word of this podcast. It's a, it's a thing that I love doing. I love just talking. I love just saying how I feel. Um, and I'm going to keep doing it as long as people keep listening and people are, keep li- keep, people are listening. So if you are on YouTube, hit one of these buttons to see the next video. I will see you guys on the next one. Have a good weekend and be kind to everyone that you come in contact with. Peace out. What's in your head rent free?